You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. What is happening, Chicago Bears fans? This is T-Formation Conversation. I'm your host, Lester Wildfong, editor-in-chief over at Windy City Gridiron and co-host of the Bear and Balanced podcast with my guy, Jeff Berkus. So make sure you check that out as well as all the other fantastic shows on our WCG podcast channel. So Bears taking on the best team in the NFL record-wise this Sunday, Arizona Cardinals. At least it's in Chicago, but, you know, the Bears are once again are a home underdog. I think that's pretty much every game this year they've been a home dog, I believe. So no one expects the Bears to win. I don't expect the Bears to win. But, hey. There's still plenty to, to check out. You know, they have some individual players going for some records. And then, of course, the Chicago Bears, because of the big win on Thanksgiving, they're back in the end-to-hunt graphics. Oh, my God. I can't believe the Bears at 4-7 at and seven are actually being mentioned as a possible playoff. But, hey, we've seen stranger things happen. We've seen it happen last year, so anything can happen. But let's before I get into the, the Bears-Cardinals injury report, let's, let's quickly go over this this ridiculous path they have to playoffs. And look, I get it. You know, seven seed Washington football team is five and six. Bears right now is are the 14 seed, four and seven. Technically, yes, they're one game out of the playoff spot. But but they have to they have to jump one, two, three, four, five, six teams to get there. So it's not just them being one game out, it's them being, you know, behind all those teams right now. And yeah, they do play a couple of those guys. Uh they play the Vikings twice which is huge uh, for Chicago's playoff chances, whatever they may be. But still, come on. You know, this is a, uh, a long shot. The Bears are banged up, which we'll talk about in a second. But it's possible. You know, the Bears' remaining schedule is tough. You know, they're going to be – obviously, we, we got them favored to lose this week against the Cardinals. And then after that, you know, what's looming – Sunday night football, Bears at Packers. NBC loves their Bears and Packers on Sunday night football. It's the ratings. Chicago's ratings king. Even when they suck, which unfortunately has been too often than not, Chicago fans are going to tune in. So, so that game was never getting flexed out of that spot. They love Bears-Packers. It's an old rivalry. You're going to get a ratings bonanza like they do every time the Bears play on NBC. But realistically speaking come on that that's that's an L you know the bears are going to be favored to lose that one as well then they got the following week on primetime again against the vikings espn tough game you know they got them at home you know the vikings are are surprisingly not as bad as some people thought they were you know i thought these two teams would kind of battle it out for the for for second place in the division uh, but the vikings are playing better football right now they just are just that's the way it is uh Kirk Cousins, as much as we want to rip on him, he's he's a little better than a serviceable quarterback. He's playing pretty good football right now. He's got that team, you know, in position, you know, themselves challenging for a playoff spot. So, you know, they're going to be going all out. You know, the only thing the Bears have going for him is, you know, the Matt Nagy era. 
That's that's one of his his teams, the Vikings. He's done pretty good against. So if he can keep that rolling, we'll see what happens. After that, the Bears go to Seattle, and Seattle's rough. You know, we just saw them on primetime recently. Seahawks are tough right now. The O line is struggling. Running game is struggling. You know, Russell Wilson is struggling. You know, that defense is rough. But it's in Seattle. They're always play 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 tough in in in, in the uh, in in the Northwest there. So. It's going to be a tough game for the Bears. I, I guess the odds makers might be favoring Seattle that game. Uh, we'll see what happens. Then after that, Bears finally get a winnable game. Uh, the New York Giants, who will be starting uh, uh, Mike Glenn at quarterback this this weekend. So, you know, they're missing Daniel Jones. They're missing a few other players over there. Giants are just bad this year. They're not a very good team. So that's the one game that I'm confident saying of these next uh, six that the Bears are going to win. And then, of course, the Bears close it out. In Minnesota, January 9th, and week 18 now it is. So I just don't see it. You know, I, I don't see the Bears doing it enough uh, to make it. You know, it's possible. You know, anything's possible. Like I said, we, we saw it happen last year. They kind of backed into the playoffs. But, you know, it, it all starts this Sunday. If they can somehow, some way, pull off a miracle and beat the Arizona Cardinals, okay, if that, if that somehow happens, if, if somehow – the Cardinals let the Bears off the hook again, and the Bears get the W, then next week we'll talk about a little more seriously if they're actually in the hunt. But but right now, I just don't see it happening. Um, A lot of injuries. Uh, Let's go over real quick here. Uh, Chicago Bears, they have already ruled four players out. They may as well have ruled a fifth out, but we'll talk about that in a second. They're going to be tough on the D-line. They're missing Akeem Hicks with the ankle injury. He's still out. Mario Edwards Jr. uh, has a rib injury. He is also out. So that's tough. The admission, uh, you know, one of your starters and one of your, your top uh, rotation pieces. So it's possible the Bears may may either go with more two D line stuff, uh, playing more more four man front, letting uh, Robert Quinn play more uh, three point stance, handed their dirt stuff. That's possible. Uh, or you may see the Bears maybe activate uh, one of those front seven players. Maybe this is the week we finally get to see the recently signed Bruce Irvin. Uh, outside linebacker, he may come in, uh, give them a little bit of, uh, of, of pass rush possibly. You know, maybe we see them activate LaCal London. He's the only defensive lineman on the practice squad, so there's a chance he may get in there. But, you know, talking about practice squad call-ups, they may have to call up a receiver because they're banged up there as well. Also out for the Bears, Marquise Goodwin. Uh, he's got a foot and rib injury. And one more player out. Damian Williams running back. He has not played in about a month now with a calf injury. So four players ruled us out. Allen Robinson is doubtful. Uh, he has not practiced still. He has not practiced since he got hurt in the Steelers game. He's listed as doubtful. It may, it may get changed on Saturday. It may downgrade him to outs. And I'll remind you guys to check out the site, windycitygridiron.com. If they do make any changes to the injury list, I'll make sure I put some up on the site right away. We'll get that up there. I'm not going to re-record the pod. It just doesn't make any sense. Uh, but but my guess is, even though he's listed as doubtful, he will not be playing. So that means you're missing Goodwin, you're missing A-Rob. So what do you do? Demir Bird, he'll get the start probably. Mooney, he'll get a lot of reps, of course. But if you're looking at the practice squad call-ups, uh, maybe Isaiah Coulter come up again, although they've already brought him twice. And after you come up from the practice squad twice, then you have to go back through waivers uh, when you uh, go back to the practice squad. 
unless they use him as one of the COVID call-ups, which right now they have Elijah Wilkinson on the uh, COVID-19 reserve list. So technically you can bring a guy up, um, basically a freebie off the practice squad without having to put him back their waivers. So they could do that with Coulter. Or one of their practice squad protections this week was fan favorite Rodney Adams. Maybe he gets his finally to make his NFL debut with the Bears. He had a nice preseason. He made the final 53 for the season. But then, of course, they made some roster shuffle. They cut him, got him back to the practice squad, signed Brashad Perriman, who, you know, that has come and went as well. He's gone. I'm not sure where he's playing. I think he may even be in, in Vegas. He's gone for whatever reason. Rodney Adams now may be that guy that gets his shot on Sunday. And then also, of course, the Bears have one more player doubtful. Uh, they may as well just called him out because uh, Justin Fields, rib injury, still not able to go. Head coach Matt Nagy talked about his presser that Andy Dalton will indeed get the start. No mystery there. And he also said Nick Foles will be his number two. No mystery there. Uh, so if that's the case, teams just do not have three quarterbacks active on game day. So even though Justin Fields is listed as doubtful, he's going to probably be inactive for the game. They may even downgrade him you know, to, to out uh, on Saturday. But right now, I'm guessing both doubtful Bears inactive. A-Rob, Justin Fields. Then the Bears have one player who's listed as questionable, and I thought there was no way this guy would play. Roquan Smith uh, hurt his hamstring in the Thanksgiving game against the Lions. Uh, he did not practice on Wednesday. He did not practice on Thursday. And all of a sudden, uh, on Friday's practice, uh, he was limited. Uh, there was even some film out there. I forget who shot it out on Twitter, one of the beat guys. He looked pretty good. I mean, he was doing a drill. Uh, obviously, he wasn't doing any contact stuff. But, you know, if, if his hamstring is to the point where he can run and he doesn't have any soreness or tightness, I'm sure he'll test it out again on Saturday. He'll be a game-time uh, decision on on Sunday before the game. Uh, maybe he goes. If the field's sloppy, though, I would guess they may err on the side of caution. Um, sloppy field sometimes tends to lead to uh, to strains and, 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 and pulls, uh, especially if a muscle is already a little bit uh, irritated, like, a, like like his hamstring will be. So if it is sloppy and if there's any soreness, any tenderness at all around his hamstring, I think the air on the side of caution, like I said, and they, uh, they, they let him sit out, make him inactive as, as well. So I already talked about Elijah Wilkes to be on the reserve COVID-19 list. That means they're down a lineman. But... The report came out today that the Bears are going to activate Tevin Jenkins. It is not official. It won't become official until Saturday at some point. They'll make that roster decision. Uh, so if they do activate Tevin Jenkins off IR, his three-week window is over. They'll activate him with Wilkinson on the reserve list. They only have 52 men on the roster. So Jenkins will slide right into that spot. And I can't see him playing. He may get some run on special teams. Because uh, Wilkinson has done that. He plays on the on the field goal and extra point team. So maybe let Jen- Jenkins get his get his feet wet uh, just doing that a little bit. Let him get, you know, some some contact on the NFL level uh, in that area. But I can't see him playing. But with Wilkinson out, if he's not activated by chance, and he is not going to play, and Jenkins is active, you never know. Jace Peters, 39 years old. You know, he's he's been dinged up a couple times this year. Uh, he's He's gutted through it. But maybe they signed up from Jenkins in these last three weeks uh, that he's recovered from his back back surgery, which was mid-August, if I believe, if I remember correctly. So, you know, we're here in the beginning of December, and, and the Bears called it a minor procedure. They said that he should be back. So 
you know, they activated or they, I'm sorry, they, they opened this three week window. They must've felt strongly enough that he'd be fine. And here we are three weeks later, the, the word on the street is Tevin Jenkins will be activated. The Bears' second round draft pick. I'm so excited to see him play. He was one of my favorite guys to watch in college, uh, his college film. I'm not, I'm not a big college film grinder kind of guy. Nowhere near like uh, like our guy uh, Jacob Infante, DJ Schneider. I just don't have the time to do that kind of stuff. Around draft time, I will start picking and shooting some guys I like to watch. And when I started walking, watching Jenkins stuff, I couldn't stop. Mauler, uh, I was so excited when the Bears drafted him. Hopefully, the back issue is is in the past. That's what the team said. He said that this surgery should clear everything up for him, even the stuff that was lingering from his Oklahoma State days. Uh, so if that's the case, we're good to go. I can't wait to see him. Probably not this week, but we'll see him for the end of the year for sure. Over the Cardinals, the, the big news for them, obviously, is quarterback Kyler Murray uh, and, and wide receiver DeAndre Hopkins, both questionable. Uh, both practiced limited all week, except for Hopkins, who they actually held out on Friday. So they either held him out uh, because they're fearing he's trending in the wrong direction, or they held him out because they want to make sure he's he's going to be fully rested and able to go. Kyler Murray seems like he's going to play. I mean, he he was on on social media. He he had a tweet earlier in the week uh, making it seem like he was back for sure. Again, he's one of the best quarterbacks in the game today. A legit MVP candidate. If his ankle's not letting him do what he wants to do, maybe they hold him out one one more week. But the way it's trending. The Bears are going to have to deal with Kyler Murray uh, out there at quarterback. Also questionable for the Cardinals, Byron Murphy Jr., starting corner. And Justin Pugh, starting guard, is also questionable. So, you know, a couple guys are, are down. Pugh didn't practice all week. Uh, so, you know, I'm guessing that, you know, if anything, he, he, may, he may be trending to not playing. Uh, Byron Murphy Jr. practiced all week except for Friday. He was limited. So he, he might have got dinged up either the, the day before a little bit or maybe even in practice on Friday. But, you know, it's, it's big. I mean, we've seen the Bears face some teams this year already, and they're missing some guys in the secondary. Oh, one more guy for – I'm sorry, for the cards is out. James Wiggins, uh, safety, uh, reserve. So he's already been ruled out. So with Murphy out, you know, they'll have to try and take advantage of that. Uh, we'll see what happens. It should be a uh, – a sloppy game. I know there's there's a high chance of rain. I think last I saw it was 80% chance of rain. Um, it's been a little misty in Chicago today. Um, it's supposed to be a little misty over the weekend. So, you know, we'll see how Soldier Field looks. I, the only chance the Bears have in this game, man, is is if it's a sloppy, uh, a, a muddy field, and you really have to rely on the run because I do think that's the Bears' strength. The Bears have a, have a much better running game. The Cardinals have a pretty good running game too with, with James Conner. You know, but I think that that's the only chance the Bears have is to slow this thing down and to really hope it's uh, the the Cardinals can't throw the ball all over the field because we all know how the Bears' secondary is. Brutal. So that is it, guys. That is my time. T-Formation Conversation. It's just one of several shows on, on our WCG podcast channel. Make sure you check them all out. Subscribe. Uh, listen to all those guys. And until next time, bear down, my friends. From data privacy to the future of TV, retail media, and beyond, the world of digital marketing is constantly in flux. So how can you keep up? Well, The Current Report is there for you. Each week, marketing leaders on the cutting edge give you the latest insight. So if it's creating a buzz, they'll be talking about it. Subscribe to The Current Report wherever you get your podcasts.
Quad 3 from Anthropic is your one-stop shop for enterprise AI. With models at every point of the price performance curve, you no longer have to make trade-offs between intelligence, speed, and cost. Quad 3 Opus sets new industry benchmarks for intelligence. Sonnet strikes the perfect balance between skill and speed. And Haiku is the fastest and lowest cost model on the market, perfectly designed for high-volume, high-speed use cases. Join the thousands of enterprises who use Anthropic to navigate this new frontier. Visit anthropic.com slash Claude, C-L-A-U-D-E, today. Jumpstart your genius with Claude 3 by Anthropic.